Welcome to Build Your Thing, the podcast where we help content creators find their unique creative voice, build their tribe of loyal fans, and monetize their work. My name is Matt Giero, and as content creators, we all know the importance of jotting down our ideas. In fact, taking notes is at the core of my content creation process because it allows me to come up with better ideas, create content faster, and find new connections between my ideas to rediscover those that I may have forgotten. And today, I'm talking to the founder of an amazing note-taking app called Reflect. His name is Alex McCaw. And we're going to dig deeper into how he came up with this note-taking app, what makes it different and special amongst all the other note-taking apps out there, and how you can use it to level up your content creation workflow. So with that being said, let's just jump right into it. All right, Alex, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank you. We were just, you know, talking about you recording this po- the, the, this podcast on a boat. So it's, it's, it's kind of hilarious. So uh, for people who don't know you, Alex, can you explain us a little bit more about like um, who you are and what you're actually up to? Sure. So I'm a British entrepreneur. I've been uh, making companies ever since I was a teenager. Uh, about 13 years ago, I moved to the States and moved to San Francisco. And I created a few companies there um, in, in various different spaces. Um, and, but now I'm working on something completely different. Now I'm working on something called Reflect, which is a note-taking tool. Um, so it's a B2C product. Um, and it's, it's the first consumer company that I've ever worked on. Um, and we are essentially trying to create a note-taking tool that is beautiful that really flows and fits in with your, the way that your brain works. And we can go into more detail into how the brain does recall and association and how uh, we work with that. But uh, that's, that's the gist of it. We've got this, this note-taking company called Reflect. And the company is about four people. It's tiny. Um, and uh, we do all the programming and development ourselves. Wow, that's awesome. So how did you get the, the idea of creating a, a note-taking app? Well, <laughs> you know, I just thought there weren't enough note-taking tools out there and the world needed just another one. Uh, <laughs> you'll notice that there are, I, I kid, there are a lot of note-taking tools out there. Um, and so there's a good question. Why did I want to create a new one? And I think part of it was just scratching my own edge. You know, I came out of a company that I grew to hundreds of people in the B2B space. And I hadn't programmed or engineered for a long time. And, and I wondered if it, even if I could still do it. And so this, for, the, for me, this, uh, this building this company was a form of therapy where I could get back into uh, engineering and coding and designing and all the things that I really love. And so the reason I picked this particular space is very simple. I love writing. I love writing and I write to think and I think to write. And where my note taking tool is probably my most important tool that I'm in all day, every day. And I wanted to create something beautiful that really fit with how my my mind worked. And I wanted to create something that was also 
very simple and that would work for a lot of different people. Um, there, there's all sorts of different notes apps and, there, and there, the reason why there are so many different notes apps is because people think very differently. Some people really like configuring plugins, customization, writing CSS. Um, and there's great tools out there for people that like that. I would say what I'm, I'm trying to compete with is Apple notes. So I'm trying to create a, a very simple tool that, that, uh, kind of augments some of the features of Apple notes with things that I think help the mind think and the, and the, the mind work. So that, that was basically how I came up with the idea. That was a couple of years ago and I just started coding and coding, and coding, you know, I just didn't come out of my room for six months, which is just, you know, plugging away. Um, and eventually had something that worked quite well and released it. This is about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And now we have a couple of thousand paying customers now and uh, things are going really well. We have a small team of it on working on it and we have a budding community and we we've built a product that I'm really proud of. Wow, that's awesome. So what's, what challenges did you face when it comes to note-taking, let's say in Apple Notes or in any other kind of note-taking app that you were using? Well, I got to say note-taking tool is, uh, or note-taking in general is deceptively um, very, very difficult. Like it, it, it seems easy, but it's actually an extremely hard computer science problem. Um, and the reason for that is a few different things. Doing, creating a WYSIWYG editor is extremely difficult. If you've talked to any engineer who has worked on that, um, they'll tell you, you know, this is one of the hardest things they've, they've, they've built. And a WYSIWYG editor is, for, for some of your listeners who aren't familiar, is basically a text editor where you can bold and italic and do lists and that kind of thing uh, in line. It's, you know, Google Docs is a WYSIWYG editor. So that you have that, you have end-to-end -end encryption. That is extremely difficult to do. It's something that we put off in Reflect. It's something that almost no one else offers because of how difficult it is. Uh, but we we do end-to-end -end encryption. So that means no one else can read your notes, not even us. Uh, and then offline sync. So we work offline, unlike, you know, products like Notion don't really work offline. Uh, we work offline quite fine. And then we will sync when you come back online. The really complicated part of that is merge conflicts. So if you have two notes open at the same time and you edit them at the same time, what do you do? And so we have to solve all of those different problems. We have to make it performant. We have to write clients for mobile uh, and desktop clients. You know, there's a lot to build, um, but it's also one of the reasons I picked this problem because I love coding and I love engineering. And so it keeps me busy. <laughs> That's interesting. So look, those were the problems when it comes to actually creating the app, but you as a note-taking user, so oh, what was yeah. what were your problems? Well, I just felt like the tools out there were just too complicated, basically. Mm -hmm. um, 
I really wanted something like, you know, things, the to-do app. Mm -hmm. um, I really wanted something like that for note-taking. Um, and the notes app is the closest thing to that, the native notes app. But it doesn't have some of the features that I really wanted, like backlinking, which we can get into um, and why that's important. But it didn't have some of those really core features. So I, I basically wanted to build a simple tool that had some of those additional features that I think help with recall. Awesome. So um, let's just start with with links. So um, yeah, pl please go ahead. So why are backlinks important? Okay. So if you think about how your memory works, uh, it works through association. So let's just say you've forgotten where your car keys are. You you walk around and you try and think about like where were you last, and you associate the car keys with some kind of location um, and some kind of activity that you're doing. And the same goes for not just car keys, but also names, right? You might, if you forget someone's name, you, you might be like, you know, I remember they worked at this company. And then through that company, you can eventually figure out who they are. Uh, or vice versa, you know, you remember the person in another company. Um, so the way that we work, that our memory works is through association. Um, but a, a lot of our, these note-taking tools do not have any idea of, of, of association embedded in them. Uh, and then Rome Research came along and they took this backlink idea and they popularized it. You know, it, it wasn't a unique idea, but it wasn't popular. And they had a, a nice implementation for the time um, and they cr created this backlinking idea. So what is this backlinking idea? So the idea is, Let's just say I'm writing um, a note about someone. When I mention their name in my notes, I can mark up their name such that it's a backlink. Um, or, and that will essentially link their name to a note dedicated about that person. Um, so if I just want to see um, all my notes about Matt, then I go to Matt's note. And then I can see incoming links from any, any other note that I referenced Matt in. Um, so that basically creates a graph you know, of notes that are attached to each other. And that really effectively mo models how the me brain's memory works. Awesome. So like most people are certainly familiar with you know, using tags and using folders. The problem is that this is also something that I tackle in my note-taking course. The link will be in the show notes. Is that like it forces you to classify things? And perhaps can you tackle also the idea collision side of things? Which means that you know when you come up with an idea or with with an interesting idea, usually it's like just a combination of of ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it is. Um, and, and I think the key thing around idea entry and note entry is to create a, a system that is frictionless. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the, one of the things that I don't like about hierarchy is that it introduces friction. So let's just say I need to, I want to create a new note called Matt and using a hierarchical system of organization. 
And at that point, I need to understand, like, where does this go? Does it go under uh, a person folder, under uh, maybe the company that you work for folder, um, or maybe it's a particular project? Uh, so, yeah, and maybe there is a really logical answer to that and a good place to put that note. But it does take a certain amount of mental overhead, okay? Um, and I wanted to eliminate that completely. And that is basically what Backlinks does. Because Backlinks uh, auto-creates a graph of all these connections without you even having to think about it. Uh, it, it will just create it behind the scenes. And they actually, there's no hierarchy. Every node is flat and it's just connected to each other in a form of a graph. Yeah, and this is something that that I'm that I'm talking about, you know. And I go I go and rant when when it comes to that. It's it's really you know those kind of micro decisions. So I really call it like the micro decision tyranny. So every time you know you you want to you know to jot down something, okay, I have to think, okay, where I'm going to put that. And mm -hmm. like this, like haunted me for years when it comes to Evernote and and with the with with the folders at the beginning, right? And then I discovered like a whole new world, which was like um, apps like Bear, where you can just tag. And this was great because I could put like one note into different spaces. But what I didn't understand is that, you know, I was just, um, you know, kicking the can down the road, which means like I was still classifying, right? And and if you go mm -hmm. down that rabbit hole of just adding tags and tags and tags and tags, then you you just end up with hundreds of tags and right. again, like, how do you ret retrieve the, the things? Like, you don't have, like, right. um, you know, the links, a graph view, something that shows you, okay, how are these nodes actually connected? So um, since you are a thinker, could you walk us behind, like, your thinking process and how actually reflect the app you designed actually helps you to, to really think better? Yeah, well, I would say that it's it's almost impossible to do thinking in your head. <laughs> mm -hmm. You you have so many things going on at the same time, um, and there's so many distractions. So what I do is I try and take whatever is in my head and try and write about it. And it's in it's a form of journaling. You know, people have been doing this for centuries, right? To try and clear their mind, but it works. So so every day in reflect there is a new note that's associated with that day. It gets all created. So I know automatically where my notes are going to be. They are in the today's note. Um, and then I just get writing. So I, you know, write about uh, my meeting notes. I write about my thoughts about, I write about whatever is going on in my life. Uh, and then as soon as I see those ideas crystallized on the page, then I can start thinking about them and start iterating on those ideas and actually uh, really get a, a cohesive look of whatever that thought is so that I can work on it. If you're listening to this, then you're already probably taking a lot of notes. But let me ask you a question. Are you really satisfied with the amount of content that you're able to create out of your notes? Or do you think that there may be some things to improve and perhaps there may be a better way? If that's you, head over to the first link in the description and you'll get my free seven-day email course that will help you transform and turn your notes into valuable online content. Again, it's the first link in the description. 
And let's get back to the interview. That's very interesting. And especially like since you're, you know, you're managing a company, which means that you know you have a you had a you have a lot of of things to manage, right? So on one side you have the product development, then you have to manage your team, then perhaps you have you know uh, ideas, bugs that uh, that that needs to be fixed. So how do you make sense of all all this information? Because you know, um, especially people who are just getting you know getting or just starting out when it comes to backlinks, well, they, they just freak out because like they're just afraid. Okay, like how I'm going to make sense of you know. All those notes, they will just, you know, if I use backlinks, then it will just be kind of a huge mess and I won't be able to retrieve right. everything that, that I want to retrieve. So what's your, what's your take? Yeah. Well, reflect it coming from the other side where everything is in Apple notes uh, and it's flat, but there's no backlinking. Uh, and so like that is like almost the other side of the equation, you know? So they, they're quite used to having uh, no structure at all and, and a kind of a bit of a, a bit of a dumping ground for their nodes. So this backlinks uh, it adds a bit of structure to that. Um, and often it, it takes a while for them to understand the value of it. It's mm -hmm. one of the hardest things about selling reflect mm -hmm. is that the aha moment is often about a couple of weeks in. Um, so we, you know, we do have a free trial, but often like that aha moment where someone has recalled something from their notes, typically that they, and they did it, you know, much faster than they would otherwise be able to do, uh, that takes a few weeks. And so once someone has experienced that, you know, they're hooked, they're sold, you know, mm -hmm. they, they, whether it's reflect or some other notes app, but they are sold on the idea of backlinks for sure. Um, but it takes a few weeks. Um, yeah, but it's, it's tough to get to that aha moment. Uh, and, and it's, you know, it's also not for everyone. Like we, we all think very differently. It's, it's, a, it's actually kind of crazy what goes on people's heads. Did you know that, uh, a lot of people don't have an internal monologue and uh, like that is something that, uh, I just assumed everyone had, but, um, you know, it, it depends, like between 10 and like 20% of people don't have an internal monologue, which is, which is fascinating. So no, no wonder that people prefer different notes tools when they think in so, so differently internally. And when people ask me, like, should I use reflect or should I use some other note taking tool? I usually just say, you know what, just give it a, give it a try because mm -hmm. it's a very personal thing. You know, if something fits, in it's if something feels good if there's a bit of software that you just just feel at home and you just love to use and that is that's a very personal subjective thing and you can only really know by testing out a few different options that's very interesting so in your like first i didn't know that there were people who don't have any internal monologues so <laughs> this is the first interesting take. And like, what did you discover? Um, what kind of people, um, or let me flip it that, let me flip the question and, and like this. Um, first, who, who are the people who could benefit the most of Reflect? And who are the people who, who, will, who won't? Yeah, well, I would say 
anyone who's taking a lot of meetings, you know, our, our users tend to be execs or managers. So, you know, the, a, lot, a lot of our customers are the startup founders or um, CEOs or you know, senior managers. So they're taking meetings um, every day, often back-to-back meetings, and they need to write notes about those meetings. Uh, and Reflect is just a great place to put those notes. So um, I would say that that's like our, the, the core people that we, you know, we, we target and that find Reflect useful. Who doesn't find it useful? Oh, man. You know, I would say that if someone like, like Subsidian, typically they're not going to be a good Reflect customer. Um, if someone likes writing in Markdown, and they like writing and they like their own plugins and using extensions and, and they, they, they like spending a lot of time on their note taking tooling, almost more time actually writing their notes, mm-hmm. then they typically are not good, good fits for Reflect and they, they, they prefer using Obsidian. Um, and that's, that's totally fine. I don't actually even personally view Obsidian as a competitor. Like the the type of people that are attracted towards it are just so different from the type of people that are attracted towards Reflect. Um, so like the clear delineation there. That's very interesting. And perhaps can we like could we dig deeper into you know like the differences between um, Obsidian and and Reflect? So um, I was tell as as I was telling you like before um, uh, re- recording. Is that right now? I'm, I'm an Obsidian user. Um, I really had reflect on my radar for one year plus. Um, right now, you know, digging, uh, uh, digging my, tipping my toes into it, and I really want to understand like what, um, how do you think like those apps are different? Sure. Um, so Obsidian, for those of your listeners who are not familiar, is an open, I think it's semi-open source project. Uh, it's free, but it's download. not open source. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I stand corrected. It's, it's not open source. So you can, you, you can download it. Um, it's free. Uh, it is, it's very minimalistic. So if you like writing Markdown, then you're going to like it. And it, and for those of you who don't know what Markdown is, it's essentially a type of plain text syntax for marking up documents. So you can specify what is bold and what's italic and so on. Um, but it's everything is plain text. Uh, and it and it tends to uh, generally more technical people tend to be pushed towards it or or prefer it. Um, you know, it's it's the pr- programmers tend to use it. Uh, I've, I've certainly used it in the past and I don't want to knock it. Um, you know, some people love it, but if you like writing in Markdown, Obsidian's for you. Obsidian also has an extensive plugin architecture, which is, uh, which, which is great because you can basically customize the flow to however you'd like. Um, and you can write your own plugins as well. And you can write your own CSS. You can style it as well. Um, they have a sync, as far as I'm aware. I think it uses Apple Sync, which personally I am um, very bearish about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also have 
a, a sync system. So that's Obsidian. Reflect is just batteries included, okay? It's just <laughs> comes out of the box, ready to go. There's no different styles, you know? You can have any color as long as it's black. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it is just the one, one style. Um, we try and make it look as beautiful as possible. Uh, we do sync for you behind the scenes. We've spent a hell of a lot of time tuning our sync engine to make sure that, that happens flawlessly. Um, and no notes are ever lost. Uh, this security comes with it. Um, the internal encryption comes with it. Uh, and we have a nice editing interface. So you can just drag and drop images, upload them, bold stuff. You know, we, we essentially have uh, copied a lot of Google Docs' um, editing uh, and tried to emulate some of their behaviors around how lists work and, and that kind of thing. So really, they're very different products. And, um, you know, what I fear most is Apple Notes. I would say Apple Notes, the more I get into note-taking, the more impressed I am by that product. And, uh, and, and like, people will often use Reflect or use Apple Notes, but they won't tend to use both. And, and I do think it is a, a true competitor. So, you know, with these note-taking tools, you have to plan very carefully. You have to prioritize extremely carefully because there is no features faster than no features. And there's <laughs> no code faster than no code, right? And what I do not want to end up happening is creating some kind of Frankenstein app that has a thousand different features that please mm -hmm. different people and is slow as hell, right? Yeah. So um, we're constantly thinking about performance. And I want Reflect to be the fastest Notes app there is, and which is difficult because we're competing against Native and Apple Notes, but we, I think, do a good job. So a lot of our roadmap is around performance um, and stability and security. Um, there is some new stuff, though. Uh, we are building a Readwise integration. Um, so for those of you who are not familiar, Readwise is a really excellent tool for highlighting across different books and PDFs uh, and putting those highlights and bookmarks into whatever other tools you're using. So we had a lot of people ask for a Readwise integration. We built one. We're final, finally testing it. Um, we have just released our Whisper integration, which lets you take notes by speaking. So just transcription and Whisper. It's a new technology created by OpenAI that offers basically human-level accuracy for transcription. Uh, then we are working on little UI improvements, redesigns, uh, fixing things like swipe, different swipes on mobile. Um, yeah, the, the, there's, a, there's a lot of different things. In fact, we're very open about our roadmap. If you go to roadmap.reflect.app, you will see everything there, and then the community votes on on things. And I wouldn't say it's a democracy. You know, we don't build the thing that gets voted up the most, but I would say it definitely increases the likelihood that it's going to get built. Uh, if something is uh, is really popular, then we, we we will probably build it. But we will think very carefully about how to build that and keep the app fast at the same time. Yeah, I really like that because 
this is, I think, the dilemma of most apps, softwares out there is like feature creep, right? So they keep adding, 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 adding more things, and then it just distracts you of the main purpose. So one of the things that really drive me drives me crazy and that I'm constantly, you know, talking about is like autoresponders, right? So like you reach at a point where you just want to send out a freaking email, but like feature creep and bad UI and UX, you know, you're just here and clicking 500 different buttons just to send out a freaking email, right? So I think that people who have a very low tolerance threshold to stupid user interfaces will really resonate and really appreciate the, um, you know, like your, your pursuit of really, you know, keeping it simple, stable, and fast. I think, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, when we, when I started building out Reflex, this is something that was top of mind. And so I actually wrote down our product values uh, and you can find them on our website. Uh, but they essentially list exactly that speed, stability, security, and less is more. And so we try and view all roadmap and prioritization and features through those lenses. And we make sure that we're addressing those things before building new things. And that's, and that's, I think is like, you're certainly making like making those choices may be hard, right? Because like you have to, like you can't please every everyone, right? So you will have right. Obsidian user who will, you know, who will crave for certain things that you won't implement because like you have a vision and you want to take, let's say, you want to make just an app that, that fits your vision, right? So, um, right. and like, I know how hard this can be, but I really, yeah. you know, I, I think that, that's just the, the the right thing to do and, and and just like just how to you really build an audience and you federate you know fans around uh, around your product and for like just for being bold on you know your your values i just want to say congrats on that and just wishing you all the best for for the future thank you yeah you're right it is difficult and every day i turn people down and sometimes i'm wrong but yeah. i'm basically just trying to build a notes app that is perfect for me. And, um, you know, not that I have all the answers, you know, when I, when I get new requests, I try and be curious about them mm -hmm. and, I, and I try and I see if I can incorporate them into my worldview, but I'm also very stubborn and, uh, and I am building a tool for myself. And luckily we have found a couple of thousand people out there who uh, I guess similar to me, they think in similar ways, uh, and they appreciate similar designs and they're our customers and, and the, and we just don't need that many of them. We basically need, uh, you know, maybe 3000 more customers to break even and be profitable. And that is the goal. Like we do not want to raise venture capital. Uh, we have enough money. Uh, for a couple of years at this point. Um, and our goal is to get profitable within those, within those two years. Um, and we, we will figure out a way of doing that. But 
the thing that kills these notes apps is when they take venture capital and they grow and they grow and they grow and they have to have new features and they have to add a lot of different team features to get the growth they need and the virality. Uh, and then they end up b- building wikis mm-hmm. and not note taking apps. Yeah. And so we, I mean, I feel pretty strongly about that, that I want to keep reflect small. I love it. And honestly, like for people who really resonate with what you shared, I think that, you know, it trying at, at least trying out reflect um, after this call will will be completely, you know, um, can actually be a, a game changer for you because right now you, if you're really, you know, resonated with with the message that you shared, then how could this app not be for you? So, for people who want to try out reflect, um, what's the best uh, what's the best best place that they can go? Uh, if they want to try out Reflect, just go to reflect.app and um, and create an account. We have a free trial for two weeks. Test it out. See what you think. Um, my Twitter is also open. I'm at McCaw, M-A-C-C-A-W. You can at me feedback or just send them to the my email and uh, and I'll respond. And just, just give it a shot. See if it works for you. Uh, and if it does, great. If it doesn't, no worries. And uh, Download the mobile app, and we have a desktop app as, for Mac OS as well. Awesome, awesome. Anything else that you want to add, Alex, before we wrap up this call? Uh, no, I I think that's it. Uh, just, uh, yeah, I I, uh, I I really thank everyone listening in, and, and if they've got any feedback or any questions, send them my way. Awesome. Thank you very much, Alex, and wishing you all the best. Thank you. All right, so I hope that you've enjoyed this episode with Reflect note-taking app founder Alex McCaw. I really love the vision and I think that a lot of software companies could actually take example on Alex to stop overloading their products with almost useless features. It's really all about understanding who you're serving and how you can make life better, faster, and easier. As usual, I'm going to leave all the links related to this episode in the show notes. If you want to try Reflect for free, you'll find that there too. And more importantly, what you really want to understand before trying any app out there is really having a rock-solid workflow that allows you to turn your notes into valuable online content. So if you want to learn more about that, Be also sure to check out the first link in the description. It's a link to my free email course that will allow you to turn your notes into valuable content. Thank you very much for tuning in today and I see you next week.